Hi guys, this is Deborah Rodriguez and I am here with another podcast titled Singles and Celibacy. This is episode 7 and this episode is going to be titled Why I Named My Podcast Singles and Celibacy versus Singles and Abstinence. Okay, and why singles that are that are actually not having sex and choose not to have sex during singleness are actually celibate. So I'm going to choose, um, I'm actually going to talk about this in this specific podcast, um, just because I think that it's, you know, I just think that it's funny that, uh, when someone does something, people assume that they don't know what they are talking about or their intention as to why they do certain things and why they put out the podcast. So that's what I'm going to talk about. And I'm also going to talk about like a concern of when I see others on celibacy journeys or others on singleness or abstinent journeys, whatever they want to call it, and how people who are, you know, haters, I want to, I want to go ahead and point that out, or people who feel that they can't go on that specific journey, how they kind of try to clown and uh, gaslight these individuals into getting them to stop their journeys or into getting them to kind of feel that they are making the wrong decision to become celibate. I think it's so important that I talk about this because I see it a lot. Uh, Usually when I see it when someone is bringing up a new topic and you have someone else almost trying to bring up a situation in relationships to kind of make themselves look better or know more than someone else. So I really want to talk about that. And so when you're on a journey of um, abstinence, celibacy, whatever you might call it, there is going to be people that are going to get upset. They're going to say, why are you doing this? What's the point of this? Um, Don't you want to be married one day? You're on the wrong journey. Stop calling it celibacy. Stop calling it this. Stop calling it that. And I think that it's really silly for uh, people to just even come out that way and try to make a joke about it. It's just silly because you really don't understand what someone is doing with their sex life. You really don't know what's going on in their mind. You have no idea what kind of journey they are actually on. They might be on a celibacy journey. And it's so, it's just, you know so um just selfish you know and misguided to think that everyone needs sex or everyone needs a relationship or needs to be codependent on someone so I want to talk about that and basically why I started this why I started this podcast first off this was the the very fundamental meaning of this podcast as to why I started it why I named it this what I named it and basically why this is titled singles and celibacy okay I also want to mention that you do not have to be celibate or abstinent to be on this specific um you know this specific podcast I know that there's a lot of people listening they feel that hey I don't want to listen to this podcast because I'm not going to you know stop having sex uh, I'm not going to stop having a premarital sex you know before a covenant marriage I'm not going to um, stop what I'm doing. And so I don't want to even kind of hear this because it makes, it makes me feel bad. 
it shouldn't make you feel bad. It should make you feel challenged. You know, you should question, hey, is this what I really want to do? Or, hey, am I maybe called to a a life of um, celibacy? Or do I want to take this journey where I devote myself to God, okay, through my, with my body? And so devoting your being celibate, the definition of being celibate is being basically not having sex or uh, getting married okay it's being abstinent from sex or marriage this is the definition this is the urban dictionary i guess definition that was put on the internet abstaining from sex um and marriage okay during that time if you think about it as to why i named my podcast is when you are single and you are not having sex and you decided to glorify your body and not have sex um before you are in a covenant marriage that is basically what you are doing you are celibate it doesn't you are celibate during that specific time now most people might say hey well i don't want to be celibate uh i don't want to be celibate forever where you're celibate during that time meaning you by faith you are you are not just celibate to so that you can get a spouse you're celibate because in this time you are focused on god now when you are focused on god and you have a relationship with god and you're focused on him you're not going to be worried about all this stuff you're not going to be worried about okay am i ever going to have sex okay you're not going to be worried about hey you know am i ever going to be in a relationship one day you're focused on him and you're focused completely in this in this position of abstinence in this position of glorifying God in this position of glorifying God with your body you're not so much worried about all the fleshly things because that's not what your purpose is and that's why I named it this okay now you are going to hear people that's going to say okay girl you're celibate that means you're not going to want to get married one day and so people run with this and they're going all over the internet they're going spreading false false uh all this stuff and then trying to get people to feel like oh you know since you're saying that you're celibate this means that you're never going to get married this doesn't it's not you people act like that you just you just did a blood offering to the Lord and you said, okay, Lord, like I'm just I'm just never gonna get married. Okay, God, God, you're never you should be waiting for God to send you your spouse anyway. And so the problem is so many women, you're running out there and you're looking for a man. Okay, that's the big issue. You're looking for a man, all right? You're running around looking for a relationship. You're looking and you're chasing men all day, running, chasing men. And this is why we get into the point where we're trying to chase other people's man, other people's husband, other people's wives, um, um, you know, and same thing with the men. It's the same thing. But when you are focused in this notion of hey I'm going to be glorifying God in my body you're not looking for that you're not pursuing anyone you're pursuing God and you're waiting for him to send your spouse you might be called to a life of singleness and celibacy for a specific time all right and then maybe God chooses hey I am calling you to a life of, of maybe a marriage all right I'm calling you to a life of marriage and so so many people get what celibacy you know, they think that, hey, if I say I'm celibacy, I am making this oath to myself that, oh, I'm never going to be married. You know, no one's never going to come up in my DMs. No one's never going to talk to me. And that's really not what it's about. And I think it's silly that people are making jokes about, you know, stop using this this uh, word or stop using this. You don't know why people are using this word. And for me personally, why is it hard to why is it so hard to believe? that a person just simply wants to refrain from sex whether they're a man or woman like why is that so hard to believe why is that so hard for somebody to to really feel that someone wants to completely in that specific time not have 
sex. So that's what I'm talking about today. You know, when you, the moment you have intercourse, sex or whatever with someone else, you are now married to this person. We don't want to teach this, you know, for the smart pastors that know everything. People don't want to teach this. They feel like, hey, you know, go ahead and get you somebody, get you a relationship, hurry up and get in a relationship, you know, uh, strengthen your relationship. All right. And then what happens is you guys are in relationships for 10 years. All right. And then after 10 years, 12 years, you don't want to get married because you're already in common law. You're already married in common law. So you you start to believe, hey, this is a covenant when it's not. It's just a common law marriage because you've been living with each other for so long. And so you're calling each other husband and you're calling each other wife, but you haven't made that decision to have a spiritual covenant. And so we're saying that this stuff is okay. And just because you find yourself in divorce court because you stayed in, with a person for past six months and now you have to divorce them because you guys are calling yourself wife and husband and you and your head you believe that you are married now you feel that hey this is the standard and it's not God's covenant is still the standard so this is why people it's so hard for people to believe that someone wants to be absent or be celibate all right abstinent means that you're refraining from sex all right celibacy is more of hey you're refraining from sex for a certain period of time you're making a choice hey i'm not going to have sex i'm not getting married right now okay i'm not getting married which you're not married all right you're not married you're not that's what you're doing you know you're 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 celibate you're not married this is for someone when you are married Okay, when you are married, you are having sex because sex is in a marriage. This is very important. When you are celibate, you are single. This is how God designed it, being single and celibate, married and sex. This is why this is titled single and celibacy. And this is where the name came from. All right. Now, what we're doing now, of course, we're having we're having singles and sex. All right. Everyone's having sex in their singleness. Everyone's having sex, premarital sex. Everyone's doing it, doing it, doing it. And you know, then when you get in a marriage, we're screaming because we don't have any self-control. You know, you guys are cheating on husbands and wives and it's become this whole big mess because no one has taught you that to begin with. All right. And so there's people are feeling bad for not having a standard. People are feeling bad and they're going to cheat on their wives because they feel like they cannot uphold a a specific, um, you know, purity to their to their wives. You know, so it's so much stuff. There's so much psychology and all this stuff. And so I feel like it's really uh, you can't you got when you're going on a certain journey like this, you got to be really you have to really be focused on the Lord because you're going to have people come and you're going to have people laugh at you. Oh, why are you courting? You know, why are you? recording when y'all been living and get when y'all been living together you know why are you trying to do this now you already been with this person for six why are you trying to do it God's way now so you're gonna have people that's going to come in and make you feel less or make you feel that you should not make that decision to make that decision specifically all right so I want to tell you guys this story and um you know First off, before I tell this story, this is something that actually happened today, but I want to tell you guys this story. But to, uh, first, I want to say the reason why you are single and you're actually celibate and abstinent 
not and the reason why I didn't name my my podcast singles and abstinent but I named it singles and celibacy because I'm trying to challenge you guys to actually take a journey with God or I'm trying to challenge you guys to actually say hey you know I am if I'm called into to really appreciate and really acknowledge not even appreciate and acknowledge but really um, be able to sit in your singleness and actually realize hey I'm going to go through this journey of being single and not having sex or refraining from sex while I'm not married I'm not married so I understand it's having the mindset that hey even though yes the Lord might send me a spouse right now I am in the now so right now I am not married and so many people when they're single they're ready to jump into a marriage they're ready to search they're ready to do this they're ready to do that and it's leaving people depressed it's leaving people you know feeling like hey I have to hurry up because they're not in the mentality of hey I am single right now and this is where I stand you know this is where I am I'm this is who I am this is where I am this is where I'm just at in my life it's okay to specifically say hey I'm just single all right and hey I'm single and I'm doing it Lord's the Lord's way you know I'm single and I'm celibate I'm not married meaning I'm not it's not saying that he won't bring that future spouse in your life it's not saying hey you cannot believe for hope but it's saying hey I am focused on God in my current situation and I'm going to appreciate and acknowledge where I am now and I'm not going to feel ashamed about it you know oftentimes if we're not careful we we feel ashamed for being pure you know we feel ashamed for having standards we feel ashamed for actually even treating people nice I mean, how can people feel ashamed for trying to do something right or trying to glorify God? Because people start to put this, um, you know, this title them, hey, you're lame. You know, you haven't got with anybody. Oh, you're, you know, if he's not having sex with someone, he has to be gay. You know, so it's all these labels. And so this is why I really wanted to talk to make this podcast specifically for people who are choosing to put God in their singleness. You know, there's so many there's so many podcasts there's so many people preaching about putting God in relationships yes you should put God in your relationships but you have to put God in your singleness first before you put him in a relationship because what happens is when you get into that relationship you don't even have him in your singleness so what are you bringing to your relationship you're not bringing anything you're trying to start from a relationship when God is calling you to start in a singleness and so this is what I'm doing I'm going back to the basics in this specific podcast and this is why this is very important for me and why I decided to start single doesn't celibacy it's not how many times you mess up you know when you're saying hey I am single and I am abstinent yes you are single and you're abstinent meaning you're not having sex but next week all of a sudden you're single and you're doing it again you know what I mean because you don't want to bring on the the so many people you don't want to you don't want to use the word celibacy celibacy is too much for people celibacy is like hey I can't commit to singleness I can't commit to not having sex you know for a certain amount of time I can't commit uh to doing is because I don't know if I'm going to mess up again. You're not coming into this uh, uh, with, I don't know if I'm going to mess up again. If you come into something with, I don't know if I'm going to do this again, most likely you're going to do it again. And so this podcast is to challenge you to make up your mind. It's not going to say you're going to mess up. It's not going to say that someone is going to come in your life or you're going to meet a spouse. It's saying, Hey, I am choosing to make this decision. I am choosing to come about a fornication, premarital sex. I am choosing to not just be married to a boyfriend. I am choosing to wait on my spouse. I'm choosing to have a covenant marriage and this is why this podcast is important for you guys so I wanted to share a story with you guys and um you know I've been in prayer for a couple of days I'm actually getting ready for uh, a big uh, day so my social media is like I said it is on shutdown so you'll see it open 
and you'll see it closed. So yeah, I'm just giving you guys a heads up. But if you're on my podcast, most people are on my podcast and are subscribed. So you guys see content coming in and you're able to keep up to date. So that's great. But something that happened um, today was I had a doctor's appointment. Okay. So I went to a doctor's appointment. Um, Today was a great doctor's appointment. You know, everything's fine with me. I'm not sick. <laughs> so it's just wrote some scans and some other things. So, um, you know, everything uh, was good. So I went in and, um, you know, on my way back, I um, had this driver, okay? So I had this driver and, um, you know, we were just talking and everything. And so I found out that this driver, usually when I meet different men or different drivers, some of them, they usually are in affairs with their you know, they're usually in affairs, okay? So they're usually in affairs in their marriage and they're having infidelity with other women, multiple women or etc. So I don't really like to, you know, drive and get in people's business. No, that's not the case. But me and this driver, me and this guy had a very, uh, we had a very open conversation. So we started conversing about various things and then, um, you know, he was looking through his phone. I noticed that he had, you know, different, uh, women, women in his phone and all these other things like that. Um, and so he started talking to me. I, I picked up something to eat because every, after every doctor's appointment to celebrate, I kind of get me like a little, you know, give me something to eat, maybe a um, ice cream shake or something. So I picked me up something and I was, you know, um, eating and drinking. And he discussed to me that he had two other women, you know, and I asked him, was he was married? He said, yes, he was married. And I said, well, you know, why do you need two other women? Okay. And so he mentioned that, like, he mentioned that he loved his wife. He mentioned that, you know, his, his wife was, uh, beautiful. She was a great woman. And I mentioned to him, well, why does he, you know, cheat on his wife? Why does he go with these other women? So he ended up showing me the pictures of these other women. Okay. These other women were definitely younger than his wife. Um, he mentioned that one was 18. I don't know the other how old the other one was, but I said, you know, I started laughing. I say, wow, your wife is so much more attractive than these women. It wasn't me being, you know, rude, but I just, I, 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 this is always the case. You know, I don't know why this is always the case. So he kind of looked at me a little bit embarrassed because he thought I was going to say, oh, these women are, you know, hot or, oh my God, yay. You know, look at you. Your wife is old and draggy and they're, no, his wife, he showed me a picture of his wife. His wife was glowing and, uh, you know, with their daughter and they have, they just had a son and here are these other women half naked, you know, sending him pictures of his, I mean, he literally showed me his whole phone, you know, sending naked pictures to him and all of this stuff to him. So he mentioned that he traveled and, and where he travels that he has another woman somewhere where he travels, you know? And, um, I was like, you know, why do you have to have another woman? He said, well, you know, I travel a lot and, you know, I'm coming right back, but, when I can't, um, you know, when I can't, I'm not with my wife, so I kind of need something. And so I really, I, sh- I started to kind of fig- try to figure out like, what was the issue in this situation? You know, most men, I'm just being completely honest. Most men, when they're away from their wives, they're calling their wives on the phone. You know, they're doing their little masturbation or whatever like that. You know, I know many people are working on that, but hey, but his, his situation was very much different. Okay his situation was very much different and as to why he was cheating 
you know, and I, I, I never heard, cause I, look, I talk to many men when I say many men, like I've ministered and I've had these conversations literally where I'm talking to men about these situations and the Lord will put it in my spirit. And I end up praying for them afterwards and I end up, you know, t- confessing and telling me everything that's going on. And then we ended up, we end up trying to find a resolution. I, most of these men have gotten out of these affairs and went back to their wives or they end up gotten mad, got married or they, you know, uh, stopped doing what they were doing, you know, but these are men that actually came back to me and gave me their, te- you know, came back, you know, told me and I saw them again, or they told me their testimonies. Most likely I'm not going to see this guy again. All right. I did not, uh, connect with this guy. I did not, you know, get his number, nothing like that. It was just a simple conversation. So he mentioned that, you know, he was, I mean, it was just very sad to hear of how he had these other, you know, one of the women was 18, young girls was 18 and how he, you know, did all these things with these women and how one woman likes to do this and this. And I asked him, I said, you know, what does your wife like to do this? You know? And he was like, well, yeah, his wife, yeah, you know what I mean, you guys, the oral and all of that. They, he was just saying the other women was wild. You know, they do everything to him. And I asked him, did his wife do that? And he said, he said, you know, yes, she did that too. So I just was very confused as to why if his wife does all this, like, why does he have to go out and go with these women, especially with his wife looks... It wasn't me trying to say these other women were not, like, pretty or anything. You know, they were young girls that was half naked. Uh you know, using all his money. He was taking all the money from him and his marriage and using on these women, taking them on dates. I mean, it was very sad. And so I'm like, you have a whole family over here, dude. You know, you look happy. You just, he was so happy about his, his, uh, baby he just had and all this stuff. So I was very surprised as to why he was putting all his attention in this area. All right. And so I mentioned to him, um, I mentioned and asked him, basically like why you know and he said well you know I travel and I don't want to masturbate like that was for I'm not a teenager anymore you know and I just it clicked like he was like well you know I've been faithful to this person for eight years and like I've just I just started this and I feel like and I said well you know why what's wrong with being faithful you know what I mean what's wrong so I just started questioning a lot of things and um you know, I mentioned to him and I said, well, what if you found out that your wife was doing this to you? And he was like, well, I would definitely tell her, okay, that's good. But I would tell her to leave. And I said, but you're doing the same thing that she's doing. I said, don't you feel any kind of remorse when you have to come home and you know that you're doing all these things and you can be bringing her back as cities. You can be, I said, I said, she knows, you know, that you're doing all of this. She sees that you're doing all this. She already know. And he was like, well, no, she doesn't know. How does she, how do you know she knows? I said, she know, you know? And so oftentimes you don't know that someone is doing these things but this woman is standing by his side and you know still trying to be there for him even after he's doing these things so what caught me is the fact that he said you know I'm not a teenager anymore like I don't masturbate anymore like I'm not a teenager and I understand that like we go into the aspect okay you know you want to you want to have sex with your wife but if, if if that's causing you to go out of your marriage with two other women, that's going to cause you to go out of your marriage with four other women. Because those, obviously, those women are not even doing the job. You know, if you have to have two of, of those other women. So they're not even doing the job, you know. So it was just, I just saw that and I thought that that was like the fact that, you know, he thought about that, you know. And just the simple fact that like people, I don't know who told him anything. I don't know who 
said anything to him you know maybe it's just a thought but this is why he started to really go do these things in his relationship but it wasn't only that you know sometimes we get we don't realize what we have in front of us and we go and do other things so I mentioned to him how when the Lord shows me things through dreams you know and how God will show me if someone is um is cheating on me you know he'll show me in a dream he'll reveal to me in a dream you know he'll he'll even show me um celebrities and all kind of stuff I'll see all kind of stuff I mean God showed me all kinds of stuff. I pray for him you know if I see somebody like you know if a, a celebrity I'll see if I see them you know cheating or something I will first thing I'm going to do is pray for them you know I'm going to pray for them. God's not calling me to call out everything. You know, if, if some God, God is not calling me to get into certain things, he would call me to pray. You know, he would call me, uh, he would call me to pray for a specific situations, you know, and everything that I see, just because I see something God could be showing me, it could be a specific, it could be multiple people. You understand? So you really have to be prayerful and to really know what that is in that specific situation. So yeah, I was t- I was talking to him and um So yeah, you guys, I did not understand why he was doing that. You know, I didn't understand why he was talking to these other women when he had a good woman at home. And so I just don't know. I don't know, maybe he felt like He was already digging a hole in the marriage already. And so he should just continue to keep digging the hole. And a lot of people give excuse where, well, men are going to cheat anyway. And I just, I just basically asked him, well, why are you even in the marriage then? And, you know, and, um, he, then he went on to say that he makes sure the woman, he makes sure that the woman that he's with, uh, doesn't say anything to mess up his relationship so I was like you know does his wife call do your wife call uh and they're like with you and he was like yeah they'll be like there and um she'll call and you know what you know what I noticed what he said I noticed something that he said that I feel like I hear a lot you know but it still doesn't give an excuse. I feel like, you know, some men, they don't want to be challenged. You know, they don't want to be, well, they want to be challenged, you know, but they don't want to be challenged. It's like, it, I don't understand. So he said that he does this to the other, with the other women because he, they'll let him do whatever he wants. They'll let him do whatever to them. He said, they'll let him run over them. They'll let him do whatever, you know, they'll do whatever he wants them to do and he said his wife is not like that like he can't disrespect his wife you know he can't do whatever all the crazy stuff that nonsense stuff he couldn't do that with his wife and so I feel that I feel like you know he knows that he loves his wife like he don't he not gonna he not gonna make he 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 said that he makes sure these women like if he call like they better not talk they better not say nothing or he's going to cut them off because he knows if his wife finds out that his wife is going to leave him. He also said that um, these women know that he has a wife. 
And I was like, they know that you have a wife? He said, yes, they know that he has a wife and they still do this with him. I was like, well, are they, se- are they sex workers? You know, do, do you just pay everything? He said, well, you know, I don't know. No, not really. Um, they just, they know. And I, I said, you know, how how low down is that for you to know, you know, that someone has a wife and you see, you know that someone has a wife, you know? And I'm not going to say that women who know men have a wife and they still mess with them like I'm not gonna say that you're just I'm not gonna just say you're disgusting I'm not gonna say that I do feel that you have to ask yourself and ask yourself why are you wanting someone else's husband you know why do you want something else that belongs to someone else you know or why do you why do you want that you know why do you want to hurt someone and so something else that I wanted to talk about this week is like I mean this culture we give it to so much peer pressure we think like having multiple people having multiple baby mamas you know having multiple kids I'm not saying like okay you have you know you you might be a woman and you have like three fathers of a kid because that's just happened throughout the years but I'm talking about like like a marathon you know, these men are doing like, you have to have nine, you got to have nine, you know, women. And you think that it's, that's something like, you know, nice. I mean, I can say, you can, you can say, Hey, I made a mistake, you know, but we're starting to glorify this, like, as if this is a, this is a a circus or something, you know? And it's like, it's, it's, I mean, I, I've personally, I would be embarrassed. Like I would be so embarrassed. I would be so embarrassed. Um, I, I would be so embarrassed. I, I really love how, you know, women handle the situation. Oh, you know, I'm I'm okay. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm fine with that. But, you know, yeah, it's not, I saw, I was looking, looking at a video. I don't know if it was some famous guy. Um, I don't know. No, I think it was a guy from Africa, actually. But this, it was, it was like nine women in this room. And this guy was the, this guy got all of these women pregnant at the exact same time. And so all of the women came out and they were like smiling as they were so happy to be pregnant by this guy at the same time. I mean, it was just, and it was, I, I, I literally wanted to throw up because I was like, what in the heck is going on in these people's mind? You know what I mean? And so I, I feel like, I feel like some people do it out of revenge, you know, out of like, Maybe it makes them feel good. I really don't understand where it comes from, but it, I, I just don't think that it's a cute thing. I don't. I mean, I'm not expecting people to be like nuns, you know, where shout out to the nuns, you know, y'all doing y'all thing. I'm not saying that everybody needs to be like that, but because everybody's not going to be like that. You know, people are not going to be like that. People are not perfect, you know, but uh, I just thought it was, I mean, just this guy telling me like the women knew and like he like he the one the, his wife would call him and they would be like laying with him in the bed I mean he thought this stuff was he thought this was like he thought this was like macho and how when I got finished talking with him you know he looked like he looked at me like he was looking like uh, he was so embarrassed he, his face was so embarrassed and like I just got out the car and I said you know I said, it's, this is not judging you. Cause, cause he thought I was going to be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, as he was looking at me, the Lord, the Lord told me like, hurry up and get out the car. Because I don't know, I can, I can tell that he had like, you know, uh, he was starting to eye me, you know, looking at me and looking at, you know, my legs and, you know, I had to hop up out the car cause you know, I, I got, uh, assaulted 
uh, twice sexually assaulted on a on a met, on a uh, metro bus some years ago, and uh, these guys, I didn't know these guys were going to touch me, but they just rubbed my leg before and hurried up and left, and, you know, I had to hurry up and get out the car, because I didn't, I didn't want to be, after the conversation, like, I didn't want to be, you know, making, putting myself in the situation, um, but I can tell that this, this person had a lot of lust, you know, I can tell, uh, talking about sex, all the, you know, and, and he thought that it, this was, like, what he thought that this was, like, what I wanted to hear, you know, and um, he was showing me, you know, he had news of these women's, these all these nudes um, in his phone. I mean, not talking about the woman, women like that, but uh, you know, it looks it looked like little, it looked like kids he had in his phone. Like the the the, the women he was with, they looked like teenagers, you know. And so I just I just was like, this is not, you know, I don't know if he thought that I was supposed to like I was gonna accept it. Like I thought it was a good thing. Like hey, yeah, man, do you? But that's how, you know, I started the conversation. We started talking and then it ended up being like, you know, I was like, yeah, that's not cool, man. <laughs> you know, like, that's not, it ain't nothing, that's nothing to be proud of that you are doing this to your wife. Like, if this was you, you know, your situation, you know how you would feel in this situation. So, yeah, I thought that, I feel like, you know, sometimes we allow peer pressure. We allow peer pressure to make us you know, make us do things that we feel like is, is, you know, is good, you know, and to be honest, I'm going to be straight up honest. If I was in a situation and I was out of town and I, and I mentioned this, if I was in a situation, I would rather masturbate, you know, then go find having two other women that I have to cheat on my husband with. I mean, you know, or two other men that I have to go cheat on my husband with because I feel like, you know, I'm 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 gonna be a teenager because I'm doing that. I mean, I feel like that. Yeah, no, I feel like that was an excuse. You know, that's an excuse to that you want to do whatever you want to do, but you don't want to get caught. You know, but when he, when I asked him how would your reaction be if your wife did this to him? Oh, when I saw his face, he said, "Oh, she gonna have to go." But you're doing all of this. And so I feel I feel like it, it was just complete I feel like it was complete selfishness in the in the sense that you know hey you can do you can do all of this I'm going to do what I want to do and that's it. Yeah, and I I feel like I feel like that was very that was very unfair. You know, I feel like it was very unfair and I feel like that he should have he should have really thought about a lot of stuff, you know, and if he was. He said he was traveling, going out with his brothers. I'm sure they all doing that together. But yeah, it was. It was very. It's hard for me to kind of see and hear these type of things. But I just wanted to share this story with you guys to kind of really like you. You can see people smiling online, and most women, when the women is when a woman is pregnant, this is when the man decides that he goes to to cheat. You know, usually when she's pregnant, or usually when you know that happens this is what happens and I and I I just my same point again that I made before self-control the same point that I made before about this while I'm doing this having self-control having self-control you know during that time of having of not having self-control is when is when we go and we slide and go do other things because you might not be able to have it at, for a certain amount of time, you know, after the mom, uh, the woman gives birth or however. So you go move into other stuff like that. And, you know, I looked at that and I was like, you know, this, no, 
No, it's no use of getting married. It's no use of, you know, it's not saying that people are not going to make mistakes or do things, but I mean, it's no you it's no use. It's no use. It's not saying that you step that you should not want to get married, that you're not going to get hurt. I'm not saying that. But if you know that you're going into the situation, I personally felt that he just got tired of being faithful. He got tired of being faithful. He got tired of being with one person. He got tired of going out of town and having a, you know, like he said, masturbate. He got tired of it. So he said, you know what? Hey, I've been faithful to this person. This is what he specifically told me. I hadn't cheated on this person for eight years. I've been having two women. But if you have two women, two women out of states, it's showing me that you've already knew how to get different women. You knew how to hide things. You knew how to hide it. And he said when he comes home, she ha- he said she has no idea that he has been out with another woman when she comes home. He has no, absolutely no idea. I said, you think she don't have no idea. You know, and I saw his wife and just a beautiful woman, you know. He just had a, a you know, new kid. Uh, the, the, the child was nine months. I mean, that, that explains a lot. But it's, it's just like, it was... It was just very um, heartbreaking to see that, you know, and I feel like I told him I was talking to him about the podcast that I do, you know, and um, how I'm doing these podcasts to really talk about these specific situations. And it wasn't talking. I don't want to talk about him in a bad way. Like I don't want to say this is a bad thing. You know, I told him that of my situation and how I had to work on self-control, you know, because if I go, if I'm in a situation and I go out and I have to travel and I don't see, you know, um, a guy for a while and I don't have any self-control, I'm going to mess up too. And, you know, he mentioned to me, he was like, well, you know, women, you guys can get a toy. I said, that doesn't work for me. I'm going to be straight up honest. I don't, I don't like that. I don't do that. I don't want that. I, if I'm doing something and I'm, I want a, a man, <laughs> period, I, I want a real thing. I want a man. I don't want no all of that fake stuff, all this stuff y'all be doing. I can't, that doesn't work for me. It doesn't, it doesn't satisfy me. And this is why I know I have to work on my self-control. Everybody, I mean, people, y'all got the toys, all this mess these days. This stuff don't, does not, you know, no, it doesn't. I don't want that. You know, and so just like he knew he wanted, I'm the same way. And so I know that I specifically have to work on that self-control. Even this is this is working on self-control before marriage, you know. This is working on before covenant marriage. This is working on and when I say covenant marriage, I'm saying like because these days everybody you live with after six months, y'all married. Y'all calling each other husband and wife, you know, just because you stand together. Like, no, I'm not settling for that. I'm not settling for that. I remember somebody wanted somebody wanted me to settle for that. I was like, no, no, you can go ahead. I'm not being your roommate. You can go ahead and live by yourself, you know. This was some years ago. Oh, come in. No, no, no. I'm not doing no common law after that. My milk. No, we're not doing that. This is another reason why I mentioned to you guys that I did why I would not live with a man. That's the reason why. That's the reason why I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a common, I'm not a common law wife. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not, I could be a roommate. <laughs> I'm not a common law wife. We can do it the real way or, you know, Hey, I can, I can stay by myself. I am good. You can, I can see you. I, that's fine. But you guys have to, you know, you got to have a standard. You, we, we want to do, oh, let's settle. We're going to be together. 
forever. Y'all gonna be sitting there for 10, 15 years, the same boat. No commitment. Y'all just living together. You roommates. That's what you that's what you is. And then hey, if you wanna be a roommate, then that's fine. Then what happens with roommates is another woman could get in a picture or another man get in a picture they bringing them into the home and then you know what that person say they say oh we just roommates we we i'm just your roommate we not married i'm just your roommate and then now you got three four people in your house and y'all all married (laughs) y'all all all in common law y'all think i'm playing y'all silly for me people go ahead and do that i mean i look i'm just saying i'm just saying i am just saying so my point with this podcast today is put your put both feet in put both feet in i'm not i'm gonna be honest with y'all it is not gonna i'm not saying you guys are not gonna like fall short this is not what this is about like y'all women chasing men around y'all chasing men for the ring Y'all want to ring. Y'all go. I mean, and, and something else. Just because you, just because you the last one standing. That's something else. Just because you are the last one standing. I'm going to talk about that. Just because you the last woman standing. It don't mean he gonna he gonna marry you, and if he do marry you, that don't mean he gonna he gonna like he gonna commit to you, or he ain't gonna keep doing the foolishness some foolishness he been doing before. And and that's what a lot of women think. They think, oh, I'm the last one standing. I took all his crap. He going to keep coming to me. If he come to me, you know, he going to keep coming. He going to keep coming. And eventually he going to propose to me because I was the last one left. Yeah, you was the last one left and dumb. And you you put, he, you put let him put you through all that stuff. And now you, now you busted up and you bitter because you didn't move on. It's not saying, hey, you don't go through the thick and thin. You still got to, you can go through the thick and the, the toughness and the goodness with somebody. Yeah, you can forgive them and do that all the time. Yeah, that's how long couples last. I'm not saying don't do that. But when y'all, y'all doing this toxic, crazy stuff and this person hitting you in the face and you got all these STDs, you can't even walk, you on your, your you know, you're on your last bone. And you walking around, you got this little flimsy little ring on, and y'all about to get married, and now you going through, you still going through the same stuff, and he cheating on you like he was cheating on you before, or she cheating on you like she was cheating on you before, men. You know, for the men, y'all, and she didn't manipulate you into giving her that ring, knowing that's not where you're supposed to be. And y'all sit, y'all just sitting in that little common law marriage. Oh, we gonna settle. Oh, we and it, hey, it's not judging nobody who don't see. Look, people, that's something else I want to say. If if a person doesn't understand what a godly marriage is, the godly covenant, they're not going to appreciate it. That's why when I see these people talking about, you know, polygamy, polymory, all this stuff, oh, you know, I don't believe in marriage or I don't feel like marriage is needed, they don't understand the godly covenant. If they do understand the godly covenant, they don't really, that's not what they want in their life. Okay, period. They don't they don't want to live by it, but so that's them. I'm speaking about people you want you want a true godly covenant. You want God in your relationship. Jesus Christ, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You want this or you want to have him and walking through you, that glow on you, that anointing on you, that marriage. You want that. This is who I'm talking to. Everybody don't want everybody don't want that. I don't want snakes and bones in my marriage. I don't want snakes and bones in my covenant. Nope, I don't want it. I don't want five other people in it either. But some people are okay with that. Some people are okay with, you know, sleeping around with five, six other people. They are there. That's fine. You know, that's fine. 
for for a lot of people. I was I saw something online and someone somebody was upset, uh, uh, talking about well people calling out sex workers and OnlyFans, um, and y'all online giving it up for free, you know, y'all online giving it up for free, and at least she paying making money, as if paying for paying for sex is the cream of the crop. I don't know where that came from. I'm hearing that a lot. I'm hearing men, men, men say it. Oh, you giving your stuff out for free? What? Okay, you, you, she finds somebody she loves. She having sex with, so she, she is now the prostitute. No, y'all, you selling yourself and your, you're selling yourself on, y'all selling yourself on Twitters with cucumbers. You got everything out. Your mama, your grandmama see it going on. Your uncle, you know, your cousin, everybody see what y'all doing. Y'all just on there, just open. No remorse, no, no, no conviction. And we, and we starting to talk down on the person who's actually trying or trying to be in a, maybe a, 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 one, a relationship with one person. It's, it's not enough to be in a relationship with one person these days. We got to have five people. And if she not selling her stuff, she low if she not selling it. But the person who is selling it, oh, they supposed to be clapped for. Yeah, it's completely backwards. It's completely backwards. Yeah, this person was online. Oh, but they have naked. She's in a ba- she's in a bathing suit. Okay, she's in a swimsuit, or she's in a um, she's in a um, lingerie. I understand people do they little. You know, a lot of people they model lingerie. Okay, that's their job. But y'all sitting here, you you want to sell, and then you bringing your you we bringing sex work to Twitter to Facebook. You know, we bringing all this post stuff. Everybody want to sell their clients. Y'all got to go find y'all clients someone else. Put up an ad. You know, they got too many ads. They got too many spams accounts that y'all can go pop in. But we got to put it and show everybody. I cannot get online without something. Somebody sharing something. That's why this is why I had to unfriend. I had to unfriend all the Facebook friends because I because a lot of people be sharing stuff and I'm not ready to see that. I don't know what they're going to share. I don't know what they're going to do. It's nothing against them. I just can't follow that because I don't know what they're getting ready to put on their account. I, I that's that's why I just said, you know what? I'm not following nobody. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You know, because I gotta. I gotta prepare myself for what I'm gonna see. But yeah, these days you don't know what's what you're gonna find on the internet. You don't know what you're gonna see on the internet. You know, and so I mean, it's gotten to the point where if they're if your if your legs are not busted wide open, okay, if you're not twerking online, then you're you're not considered a, a, a modest woman, a good woman, you know, a proverbs dirty woman. You gotta be but I don't know what has gotten to this uh I don't know what got into I don't know if I don't know what has gotten into people's head these days. You know, you 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 telling me you got I gotta start selling myself. Like for me to be uh, top notch, yeah. These the real prostitutes out there on the street getting beat and have to get sold because they don't got no money, and they 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 two days from homelessness, and they have death in another country. And we sitting here, women in these days, y'all prostituting out y'all apartments with, with with air condition, and we you know you don't realize how dangerous that industry is, and we y'all got the nerve to say. You know, you ain't sell, you ain't selling it, y'all. I mean, I, I just, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. But I, I don't, I don't understand. That we have to. I think that people really need to learn how to have form their own opinions. What you see online, it's almost like this peer pressure. 
everybody want to do what everybody want to do and then we think we do we do it as a society because you know when I say we they them or you know us as an all because of coolness it, it, it looks cool oh let's get drunk every night you know let's do this every night this is it's not cool it's lame i'm telling you it's lame. people not gonna tell you they're gonna say they're gonna see y'all gonna be drinking doing all y'all stuff on you know you have drunk you can't even walk your friends y'all think your friends clapping they laughing at you when they get home oh did you see such and such yeah just couldn't even get up you seen that foolish they sitting there talking about you and y'all, y'all, they're going to laugh with you in your face, but behind your face, they're going to talk about you. They're going to say, yeah, I'm, I can't go nowhere with this person. This person do this. This person do that. People will talk. They will, you, you don't really know that, but they will talk about you. At least I'm trying to, trying to be honest and tell people the truth. Everybody's not going to tell you the truth. Everybody's not going to tell you, Hey, you need to work on healing yourself and that you, you, you know, you kind of moving, you kind of moving at a, and people are not going to tell you that. And then when people try to tell a lot of people that they get angry, people try to tell you the truth so you can work on your life. And so you can fix your life, but people don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear, Hey, um, you know, like you can't do that with me. And so when I heard this man saying, like, you know, when I was in a car and, uh, he was like, y'all can't, he was like, yeah, I can't do that with my wife. I can't act a fool with my wife, but I can act a fool with them. I could treat these other women any kind of way, but I can't act a fool with my wife. Like you understand what I'm saying? But he married this woman. Cause he, you, he married this woman. Cause he knew this was wife material. A lot of y'all walking around think you look, every woman has the capacity to be wife material. I believe every woman wants to be a wife. You want to be a wife. You want to have the whole, you know, a lot of y'all say, I don't want no chariot. I want to be, you know, I want a gangster marriage. We want to go, we're going to be wearing masks. Yeah, y'all say that. And yeah, y'all probably do want that. But at the end of the day, you want love. You know what I mean? You want love. You think that, hey, you want this person to choose you. You want to be, at the end of the day, you want this man to come and give you love and say, hey, you the one for me. You're going to always be the one for me. I made a mistake. This is what you really want. This is what women really want. They're not going to say they want that. Y'all going to make it seem like, oh, I'm right, his ride or die. I'm going to be in a relationship. You know, we can be, we can be, we can share. You know, he can do whatever he wants. That's what y'all going to tell him. Because y'all want him to, to, to choose you and put you first. But at the end of the day, you're going to still be going through hell. You're still going to be going through the same thing. You know, so you, you're not going to get a person to respect you by appeasing them and giving in to their bad behavior. That's not going to how, you, how you're going to get people to change. You know, why do you think every, every y'all, you know, one day he acting right the next day you chasing him all over town because he ain't acting right you know sex not gonna keep a man that's not gonna a person is gonna have to want to change their own life you can give them money you can give them sex you can scream at them and yell at them it's not gonna change a person who don't want to be changed you gotta want to change yourself so if, if this is you and you're on here and you're like you know what um you feel like you're trying to you know, you're giving into this peer pressure. You're giving into this, this Instagram, social media stuff. This stuff ain't, this stuff fake. You know, people online posting all these smiley faces and at home, they haven't even cleaned their restroom. Okay. Some of them can't even get out of bed. 
So, but we online and we think that this, this is it, you know, oh, this person's doing good. Yeah. How? Yeah. Everybody is having a good life. People are really making moves. They're making money. They're buying cars. They're buying houses. They're doing some great things. But deep down inside, every single person, me, you, everybody, I don't care who you are. We have something to work on. We got some trauma to heal. All right. If we heal one level of trauma, it's going to be some else. It's going to, some else going to pop up later on. There's always something for us to work on, but we have, yeah, you, you continue to be happy. You continue to work on yourself. You continue to build yourself. You continue to develop yourself. You continue to find some mentors or people around you, pastors, whoever that can pour into you to work on yourself. But you, everybody's going to have to work on that. So I got to work on myself. I got, man, when I tell you there's so many things that I have to work on personally, I, and I'm, I'm being authentic. There's things that I have to work on, you know? And for me to be on here telling y'all like, yes, there's things, there's things that, you know, I just started my gym routine. I started my gym routine the other day. Cause you know, I got the little in-home gym. I almost fell out, felt like I felt like, you know, I don't know what happened. Got up the next day because my muscles, you know, I'm working on new muscles now, some different muscles that I wasn't working on before, but I realized I love the feeling of, I miss that feeling of being sore. You know, my whole body is sore. I miss that feeling of being sore again. I'm so happy I'm sore, but I have to get up and do it again and get up and do it again and get up and work on it again. And, and then with me, I gain muscle very, very quickly. So I can just be working out and there I am gaining muscle when I'm trying to lose muscle or lose with the way I'll gain it and it'll turn into like a, a, you know, a muscle. So there's always something, but at the end of the day, I feel better. I feel healthier, you know, taking the vitamins every day, drinking water every day, you know, cleansing the makeup off my face every day. Oh, sometimes, I mean, I don't wear makeup every day, but sometimes when, you know, when I get up, when I go to sleep, like, I don't even, I just like, I just throw a baby wipe and just like, I'd be like, I'm done for today. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sleepy, but I have to get up and get into that routine and say, Hey, no, I'm going to cleanse my face. You know, I'm going to drink my water today. You know, I'm going to do this today. And I have to remind myself, hey, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to be intentional today. I'm going to read something today. I'm going to work out on, uh, I'm going to work on myself today. I'm going to really sit and rest today. Rest is something that's very important. I think that resting is something that people needs to, me to try to appreciate more. I feel like resting and actually dealing with yourself can save a lot of us from getting into bad relationships, you know? soon as someone come talk to us and say we cute we 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 done that's it that's the one you forever that's it and then all of a sudden you bringing all that stuff you had from the past one right into this one and you realize well it's not working you know so this is why i named this podcast singles and celibacy Making that decision, hey, I'm honoring God. God, and when you send that person, then yeah, I'm not going to be selling anymore. You're going to send that person, but I'm working on, during this time, this is what I'm doing. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be married before my time, meaning I'm not going to be in premarital sex before my time. I'm going to work on it. That's what I'm trying to work on. I'm telling you guys, it is going to be a process. It is not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen, might not happen the next week. It's going to be a process. There are going to be times where you guys are waking up, rolling, 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 and you're like, okay, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to go listen to singles and celibacy today and then some of y'all I ain't listening to her today you know I had enough I had one month I I went one month I'm going to meet my boo and then you know I'll I'm gonna come back I get it 
I completely get it. <laughs> Y'all, I'm, I'm telling, because this is where I'm, I, this is where I, I'm talking to you guys and I can be authentic. A lot of things that people are struggling with, you know, people don't talk, people don't um, really think that someone else is experiencing what they're going through, but you'll be surprised how many people have actually already went through what you're actually going through. And it's good to know that you can have somebody to talk to and actually, you know, experience certain things with people. You know what I mean? To go, to go through things. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about. Stop letting people make you feel like, oh, you know, you on the lane route, you know, or, oh, this is not going to happen or, oh, you know, you're going to be, and and just because, let's say just because something doesn't go right, just because you made it, made it, maybe you fell short one day, or maybe you say, you know what, hey, I was celibate, you know, or I was abstinent, um, you know, abstinent for, let's say, I was, let's say you say, I mean, you know what, I was, I was focused on God, you know, I was saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to focus on this. And I was in this situation for three months. All right. Let's say you was in it for three months. And let's say, you know, the next week you kind of, you met your boo and y'all, you know, did the thing and, and you just all of a sudden you say, you know what? I don't think I could do this. No, I'm not listening to, to singles and celibates. I'm done. No, go back and listen to it. Keep listening. Keep going. Keep listening. Tell them to listen too. And y'all both listen. You know, don't just say, Hey, I'm gonna give most of the time when something happens and we are on a goal, we, we put so much expectation that we have this huge expectation and when we fail this expectation or we don't miss we don't get it right we say okay I'm done I gotta go I can't get this I can't do this and then we stop we stop giving in we stop giving 100% we stop being faithful we stop pursuing we stop having the passion we stop having the drive but no you might that's a temporary feeling you know that you can you can make that decision so if you're going to go some of you guys your goal might you might say hey you know what i want to be completely um you might say you know what i want to be completely um single i want to just be single i want to be single and i want to be celibate before, um until like let's say you want to be do it for 8 years all right i want my goal to be 8 years i want or i want um just until my spouse come, not if I'm not going to settle for a boyfriend, I'm not going to settle for, I'm just, I just want this to happen. And if that is your goal, if that's your specific goal and you want to do that, and let's say you go one week, keep going. Don't give up after one week because you made that mistake after one week. No, keep going and keep doing that because that is going to help you. That is going to build that stamina because every time if you mess up or something happens and you go back, you're back, you're keep going. No, stay at the three months, get back up, start back at the three months, start back at the, let's say you, you went three months and then you messed up that week and you no start at the three months again and keep going keep going go for another three months get back on for another three months you know or if it's a week get back on for another week so keep trying to go and pursuing your goal pursuing your goal again or even if you want to start over you say hey you know what i'm starting over from square one i'm I'm gonna do it again go and do it again and keep going all right so i am out of time you guys but i i love you guys and i'm gonna see you guys on next week i'm gonna talk to you guys on next week so this is episode 
seven and let me pray for you guys i want to pray for you guys today dear heavenly father i just come to you today god god i'm praying for everyone under the sound of my voice if they are experiencing peer pressure and just everything that they're doing if they're experiencing peer pressure in their talents if peer pressure and you know people trying to stop them from kind of pursuing you making them feel like they're lame you know making them feel like you know just weird that this is weird that they don't need you know some people even if they feel like you know they don't they can't even pray or can't even have a relationship with you because they feel weird or they're gonna feel lame Lord, I just pray that you just kind of, you deliver them from that spirit, Lord, that spirit of pride, that they can be able to come to you and realize that it is not lame or it is not a bad thing to actually want to pursue you in spirit and in truth. God, give the everyone a, a spirit to be able to pursue you in spirit and in truth and pursue you wholeheartedly and fully and not be ashamed. Let them not be ashamed with the walk with you, God. Give them a new... um fresh just a fresh walk with you to realize that this is about you this singles and celibacy this is about you and putting you in the in their singleness and in their life before they are added to a spouse or before you put them in a relationship god i thank you for everything you're doing for us and with us be with us this week be in our relationships, God. Be in our lives. Be in our with our families. Be with our kids. Um, be with our spouses. Be in our minds, in our hearts, and fill us with your love, so that we can be the light to others. In Jesus' name, Amen. All right, you guys. Well, I love you guys, and I'm going to talk to you next week. Next week, we're uh, moving into um, episode eight. So we are moving through. I'm so excited about this. We are all, that's crazy, you guys. We are like in two uh, months. It's going to be two months. So keep going and keep listening. Keep subscribing. Go ahead and share. And I will talk to you guys next time. Alrighty. Bye-bye.